Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. I am so happy you're here. You know, I was looking at my podcast stats recently and I'm so surprised that this podcast has reached listeners in places like Turkey and I think I've mentioned Ireland before, but also places like Australia. Crazy. Well, if you're listening today from one of those countries outside the United States of America, I hope you're healthy and well and feeling great with really high energy. And for all of you here in the States and specifically in Texas, aren't you happy about this cool weather that we're experiencing? Truth, it makes me feel absolutely elated. And elation is something we're going to talk about today as we get into a topic that I've been thinking about this week, that being this concept of energy. Wouldn't you like to be able to better control the energy that you bring to the world, that you bring to the table every day? I know I would, but it's something that we don't often think about. Well, today we're going to change that. So buckle up and let's get going. Recently, I heard this. Embody the ways of a child and the wisdom of an elderly person. And this is a good goal to seek. Embody the ways of a child and the wisdom of an elderly person, and this is a good goal to seek. That pretty much captures the way I would love to live out what's left of my life. I've often watched my little grandkids and their exuberance and their continual flow of energy. I mean, they can escalate up and down and up and down all day long with little effort, it seems. They have unbounded energy. It's a beautiful thing to see, and I wouldn't change it for the world, even though keeping up with them sometimes is a challenge. This weekend, we spent a few days with our three little guys, Tanner, Luke, and Jacob, and their energy is off the charts. Well, Tanner, you know, He's just got that beautiful two-month-old, three-month-old smile, giggle, gaze, beautiful gaze thing going on right now. But Luke and Jacob, they have this exuberance about them from the moment they get up until the moment they go to bed. It's it's a thing of beauty. (laughs) It's so fun to be a part of. We do what we can, Leroy and I do to keep up with them. And uh, it's always amazing to me after spending a weekend with them. It's always amazing to me on the way home from spending a weekend with them, how literally you can feel the drop 
in energy level. It's at such a high state when we're with them and we're playing and we're talking and we're telling stories and climbing on swings and slides and, you know, running races and playing hide and go seek and all the fun things that we do only to get in the truck or the car to drive home and to feel that whoosh, that kind of (laughs) like the gas has been drained from your tank. Well, if you've ever experienced that, you know what I'm talking about. And for all you memes out there, I know that you have. So energy, it cannot be created. Did you know that? All the energy that there will ever be in this world is already present. All the energy that will ever be in the universe is already present. I can remember reading a statement similar to that when I was studying biology in college and It really stopped me in my tracks. I don't know why. It just struck me that that's a weird concept. You mean we cannot create new energy? Nope. There's a cycle in this world. And if you think about it as a circle, everything is present. All the energy is present and it can be transferred. So to take the example of the grandkids, they can transfer their energy to me and likewise, or food that you consume can transfer an energy to you to be used in your body with its processes. But as your body processes, all of the raw material processes all the way through the body and is transferred in some way and then is picked up and utilized again and probably am not doing a great job of explaining that but better minds than mine can all you need to know for purposes of today's show is that energy cannot be created it can only be transferred or transformed one of the reasons I think this is a great topic to think about and to talk about with you is because We've all experienced by this point in our lives times when we feel very high energy and times where we feel very low energy. And two words that I love to illustrate this are depression, which would be a very low state of energy, and elation, a very high state of energy. We all know people that we consider to be high energy and we all probably know some people that we consider to be low energy. There are also thoughts that we have that are energetic, highly energetic and thoughts that we have that are very toxic, very low energy. There are things in our world, in our lives that are um, vibrating at a high frequency and therefore have a high energy. And the opposite is true as well. And the thing that we want to focus on is going from any time or having tools being equipped so that any time we are in a low energy state, we can choose to change that, to put ourselves in a position to experience high energy. One way to do that is to notice the state that you're in. So if you are in a funk or feeling depressed or in an anxious state, all of those would be lower energy states of being. And depression 
if you've ever felt it, and I have felt what it feels like to feel depressed based upon things that um, are happening in the world or things that are happening uh, with people that I love. And so depression has different elements to it. It has a spiritual element to it. It has the emotional element and it has the physical element. Depression feels icky. It feels achy in your body. You feel slow, sluggish, demotivated. Emotionally, of course, you can feel sad or angry or hopeless. And then spiritually, hopeless again, would be a really uh, common aspect of depression. It's just not a fun place to be. This show is not intended to be medical advice, but I would challenge you if you find yourself feeling depressed. And hey, at this time in the world with COVID still on everyone's mind, and in the United States particularly, we've got a very contentious election cycle that we're in the midst of, it would be understandable if you or someone that you know is suffering from feelings of depression. On the other hand, you and I have also felt what it feels like to feel elated. I could go back all the way to my young days. I guess I was approaching 17. I was a few months short of my 17th birthday. And we, the kids, got word that my mom had gone to the hospital and had her ninth baby overnight. And wonder of wonders, in a family of eight kids who were seven boys and myself, my mom finally had had another little girl. I was completely elated at the birth of my sister. And I can remember what that felt like running, jumping, skipping, smiling, laughing, shrieking almost with joy. Good feeling. Of course, elation (laughs) is a wonderful emotion to experience. It is fairly short-lived. It takes a, it, it, it generates a lot of energy, high intensity energy. And then, you know, over time that dissipates. Today, I would love to equip you with some ways to think about your energetic state or your emotional state so that if you choose, you can vault yourself to a higher level of energy. And specifically talking about a lower state of energy like depression and its three components, spiritual, emotional, and physical, the tools that you have to fight each one of those or to address each one of those include prayer from a spiritual standpoint taking your thoughts captive from an emotional standpoint and taking action from a physical standpoint. The order in which you address the issue is completely up to you. Many say that taking action first is the first best step because action can help to divert your attention, can help to distract you, can physically produce chemical changes in your body, which are positive and lead to a better energy state. So think about if you are feeling a little down and you're sitting on the sofa watching a movie or scrolling through social media, 
and it's doing nothing but preserving the lower energetic state that you feel, changing your state, getting outside, getting fresh air, moving around, taking a walk, going for a jog, playing tennis, I don't know, grabbing your bicycle, going out and chasing your grandkids or your children around, playing freeze tag or um, doing jumping jacks, doing a CrossFit workout, whatever activity that can get you moving and get your blood pressure up and your, or not your blood pressure up, but your heart rate up can create a a chemical cascade in your body physically that can help you. God says in his word, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. So from a spiritual standpoint, prayer, like capturing some of the verses, memorizing them or keeping them on sticky notes on your desk or on your mirror in the bathroom that you see on a daily basis, focusing your attention on those claiming verses for your life and over the lives of your children and your grandchildren can be very, very helpful in helping to improve your mood and your energy and keep you focused on the hope that is present in Jesus Christ, as opposed to dwelling on the circumstances in the world. I had a coach once who used to say that all circumstances are neutral, and it's just the thoughts that we think about them that make them feel either positive or negative. What do you think about that? By way of an example, you could take in the United States this current presidential election, regardless who wins, Some in our country will be absolutely elated and some will feel like their world has been rocked, like there is no hope and they may sink into a depressed state. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I have heard that there are some colleges in the United States who are preparing to give their students time off and a break from classes so that they can have time to deal with the emotions that arise from the outcome of the election. I don't know what you think about that, but my, oh my, how things have changed over my lifetime. But in any circumstance, the way you think about it is the way that you perceive it and your perception is your reality. And you always have a choice. You can always ask yourself if the thoughts that you're thinking about whatever the circumstance is are serving you or not. Your thoughts should not enslave you. Your thoughts should serve you. And if they're not doing that today or at any point in the future, then do as it says in the Bible and take every thought captive. Every thought, take it captive. You have to do this in order to protect your own energy. And energy is what you will use to transform your life and to transform your thoughts and to transform the way you feel. So in thinking about your energy, my dear lady, this is what you need to do. You need to conserve your energy. So think about saving your energy for activities and thoughts and circumstances that will improve your life and the life around you. You need to protect your energy. I used to say all the time, I can't be around this person or I can't read 
this news clip or I can't watch this video because I've got to stay in my bubble. I've got to. It's not that I want to put my head in the sand, but I know how important energy is and I have to protect my own energy. It's self-preservation. You need to do the same thing. If you have the choice not to be around low energy people, toxic people, you know what I'm talking about, or to watch that on television or on social media, then do yourself a favor and avoid it. You need to protect your energy. And then you need to invest your energy into people and activities and thoughts that will expand your life, expand your world, improve your situation and the situation of those around you. When you expend energy in the form of thought or in the form of prayer or in the thought of or in your actions, you want to make sure that you're placing it someplace where it will have a significant, significant impact. So I always think about this with my grandkids. I don't like to leave anything on the table once I've spent time with them. With Molly, she likes to go upstairs and play in her bedroom, but she likes to go up, play a little bit, go back downstairs, go up, play a little bit, go downstairs. She likes to go outside. She likes to climb. She likes to go feed the turtles. She likes to do, she's a busy, busy, almost two-year-old. The boys are the same way. They just like to be active from sunup to sundown. And when I'm with them, I want to match them step for step, sometimes to my own detriment. But I want to invest. I want to expend my energy in a way that will improve their life and by default, improve the lives of their parents. You know what I'm saying? You also need to renew your stores of energy and you do this in multiple ways. Of course, physically by putting good, wholesome, real food into your body and Also by drinking plenty of water, which I am working on. I'm getting better and better at that every day. But other ways that you can renew your energy, especially your mental and your emotional energy, are by expressing gratitude, by dispensing forgiveness, by acts of kindness, and by living your life with a spirit of generosity. You can also renew it, of course, through prayer and getting into the word, especially worshiping through song. It's a great way to increase your energy, to renew your stores. Remember, you cannot pour from an empty cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. So our goal is to keep the cup brimming with energy. Every day when you wake up, my goal for you would be that you wake up ready to embrace the day, feeling fantastic and Elated, that would be a great way to start every day. So do a self-check on a scale of 1 to 10. How is your energy level today? How do you feel mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally? If you notice a dip of energy in any of those areas, then again, conserve what energy you do have. Protect your energy When you do choose to use some of your precious energy in any area of life, invest it, expend it wisely in a way that will provide a return. So you want to 
just like putting your money in the bank. When you invest your energy in a person, place, or thing, you want there to be a payoff on the other end. You want to see the energy that you put into something come back at you fivefold, tenfold. We can see this in our little children. The influence that we have on them and the energy that we invest in them shows up pretty quickly. It shows up in the smiles. It shows up in the way that they interact with the Lord. It shows up in the way that they embrace their friends. It shows up in the way that they treat their siblings and you. So expend your energy wisely. And every day, make conscious efforts to renew, to be renewed and restored and refreshed. Do what you need to do to keep your cup brimming with energy. Take your vitamins, drink your water, eat your good food, forgive where forgiveness is needed. Take time to practice gratitude. Notice the things around you in your life that are good and give thanks for those. Be kind. Give that person the opportunity to get in front of you in line or on the freeway. Those little acts of kindness can increase your energy. Be generous. Be generous with your time. Be generous with your prayers for others. Be generous with your money. Be generous. Have a generous spirit. It says in the Bible that the Lord loves a cheerful giver. So live a generous life and watch as your energy increases and increases and increases. And as you go through and are exposed to difficult circumstances, remember whether you let it deplete you or whether you protect yourself from that is a choice that only you can make. If I were voting, I would vote for you to protect yourself, to conserve your energy, and to increase your energy day by day by day by day so that you have all that you need to not only achieve the best goals in your life, but also that you could help others around you do the same. That's why I think this discussion about energy is important because it's something that we don't think about consciously as we go about our day, but we should. So that's what I'm here for today to remind you, your energy is your energy. Protect it, conserve it, invest it wisely. Amen. As always, I would love to wrap this up today with just a little prayer for you and the community of goal setting ladies listening in today. May I? Heavenly Father, thank you for this time today. And thank you for these wonderful ladies. Father, We've been talking about energy today, and you know the circumstances facing each lady listening today. I pray in Jesus' name that you would help them be restored and be transformed and to have the energy they need to be able to do what you've put on their heart to do and for them to be able to help the others in their tribe, in their community do the same. Father, I pray that you would protect all of us from any toxic or energy draining people or circumstances or things, and that you would help us know that the victory has already been won, and in that we can always have hope. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's it for today, ladies. As always, I'd like to send you out 
to set and get your goals. And in doing so, be blessed. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com, where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, Mamas and Mimis. Be blessed.